Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 268 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Looking forward to today's topic, which is tennis self-improvement. And we're going to be having story time today. And I'm going to share with you some correspondence that I've had with a player who's just like you. And this is somebody's story that you can really learn from and copy if you're frustrated with a lack of access to quality coaching in your area. And maybe that's because you're, you're in a small tennis market and there's, there's really just not a whole lot of options. Uh, maybe you, you can't afford good coaching. There's plenty of coaches in your area, but financially you just can't make it work. Or uh, maybe money's not a problem at all and neither is access. You've got lots of coaches in your area. But uh, like the player we're going to talk about today, you just can't find a coach that shares your enthusiasm for the learning process, which... Might sound crazy, but many of you listening, I know, understand that that's the state of the average tennis lesson. Is it's just very difficult to go beneath the surface and kind of the cliche phrases and drills and terminology and just kind of the same old, same old without actually making fundamental base changes to how you move your body, how you swing your racket, and how you play the game. So, uh, goal here today is really to inspire you to t- take charge of your own improvement journey. And we'll start here with the first email in uh, two. We're going to read two different communications that I received from this player. Uh, first one starts with, I'm listening to your podcasts and very inspired by your approach to self-coaching and focused practice time. I've been looking for coaches that use video analysis, but no one I've seen in my club does this. I actually haven't heard of anyone in my area doing it, except one coach that I took lessons from years back. I also never see any other players using video. I've asked my coach, and he's open to it, but I'm driving it 100%. It might work out well, but it would be great to have a website to look up coaches in the area. There are other websites that I can use to find a local coach, but they don't tell me anything about which coach I will get, and I don't want to randomly try coach after coach. Most likely, most of them will not be what I'm looking for. I want to know their teaching style and if they have experience with video analysis. Okay, so I I sense a response back with some encouragement, some suggestions, and I got a response back about a week later, and I'll share that with you in a second. But first, just a couple notes on this. First of all, please know that this is a player who lives in a, a big, major metropolitan area here in the United States. It's not a small town. She doesn't or she doesn't live in a country where tennis isn't popular and there's just no coaches. There's lots and lots of coaches in her area. Tennis is very popular there. And yet this player is unable to find a coach who is willing to do video analysis. And she has a coach who's kind of open to the idea but as she, to use her words, I'm driving it 100%. Now, the first kind of words of encouragement I'd like to give you here is simply that it's worth doing some homework and it's worth effort to find a coach who will do it. And not only that is open to it, but one that is already a practitioner of using video and, and uses it to go 
deep below the surface and, and make fundamental changes to technique very, very quickly. It's worth some investigation. It's worth some time and some energy. Very much like how I've talked on the podcast very often in the past about using effort and time and energy to find a, a practice partner, a peer, who shares your love of the improvement process and wants to do focused hitting and not just walk out to the baseline and just play a set. Your average coach is going to be very focused on surface elements. And your average coach, quite frankly, is going to be allergic to, to using video. And if you think about this, it really makes sense. For, for you listening as most likely a player, I know that you can understand the intimidation behind doing video because to see yourself for that first time, you know that you'll, you'll have to come to grips with what you actually are doing, with what you really look like in reality and not just what it feels like. You have that picture in your mind of what you probably look like when you swing the racket, but you have this fear in your mind that, oh man, what if it's just way worse than that? And so it's intimidating from the player standpoint, but f flip that over to the coach's side of the net and just think about that for a second. You can't hide behind anything with video. If a coach were to take out the video camera and analyze your forehand and say, okay, well, look at, we need to improve this and that and the other thing. And then a month later, pulls out the camera again, and you're making all the same mistakes, then all of a sudden there's some accountability there. Now, I'm not, please don't read too much into these comments. I'm not trying to insinuate anything. Uh, I'm not trying to suggest that, that coaches are um, purposefully not improving players and trying to hide it or anything like that. That's not at all what I'm saying. Just please understand that tennis coaching has been uh, a certain product for decades and decades and decades. And now that videos come along, it would, it would require significant adaptation from coaches to learn the technology and to change their coaching processes uh, to revolve around video. And it, it adds objective accountability to the coach automatically because the camera doesn't lie. Now, the flip side is also true. There's probably some coaches listening to me saying, Ian, make sure that you put responsibility on the players too. And that's 100% correct. That responsibility is on the shoulders of the player as well as the coach to put in the reps. And there, of course, players need to have personal responsibility for their improvement, to, to do the practice, to, to have focus on the court, to put in the reps, uh, to really make changes. But the camera adds that little bit of... of uh, um, a little bit of angst on both sides. It adds accountability on both sides. And all the more reason why I, I feel so strongly that it is the biggest improvement tool out there for tennis players and for tennis coaches. So um, ask around, watch as many coaches teach as possible in your area. And you'll, after a while, watching different coaches, you'll know within a couple minutes whether or not the coach is for you or not. Put, invest some time, uh, invest the time and the effort to travel around and find a coach, hopefully, that shares your, your passion for improvement. So um, I wrote some suggestions to this player. And about a week later, I got a response back saying, I'm continuing with the coach that I've had uh, from before using Essential Tennis Resources. He's our team coach, and then he sees me playing matches. I don't see any coaches in my club or elsewhere doing deep analysis, so I, f I thought better to build on an existing relationship. 
I was encouraged by comments in Essential Tennis Academy, so I went ahead and told him how I wanted to practice going forwards, using video analysis and focusing on one stroke at a time. His first reaction when I said that, uh, that I wanted to spend a full private lesson on the serve, was that we could shorten it down to 30 minutes uh, if I wanted to. I explained why I needed the full hour to practice the serve because I've seen very little progress in my game lately and I'm frustrated that I quickly fall back on old habits and that we need that extra time for video analysis. I've only had one serve lesson doing it that way, but so far it's gone great. Okay, so first and foremost, really proud of this player. So so happy that this person really took ownership of the process, took responsibility uh, for her side of the agreements, of the equation, and is starting to lead things now and let this coach know exactly what she's looking to accomplish and what she, what she wants to get out of her time on the court. So a couple of tips and suggestions. Uh, that's the end of the, the story. I wanted to use it as a, an example and as an illustration. And so here's what I think we can learn from that. Uh, first of all, you must be self-aware about what you want from your tennis journey. And what I mean by that, and just uh, to drill down into that a little bit, please understand that if you're listening to my voice right now, understand that you're weird. (laughs) I think I said this uh, an episode or two ago. Understand that if you've taken the time to research tennis improvement on iTunes or your, your podcast app or whatever, download an audio show about how to get better at tennis and actually listen to it. Understand that you're in like the top 1% of 1% of amateur tennis players. And that's just the truth. And so you're to the tennis industry, to the tennis imp- improvement industry, you're weird. You're a strange, a, a strange case and in a wonderful way. From my perspective, obviously, you're exactly my my people. You're the reason why I do this show. Uh, just recently, I went to a, a conference called uh, Tennis Congress, and it's a weekend long conference specifically for passionate amateur players and coaches um, who have a passion for delivering high quality coaching to amateur athletes. And over and over and over again, the same comment is made by players and coaches there who are used to the status quo. Uh, over and over and over again, I heard both coaches and players say, this is just incredible to have all these players who take it this seriously, amateur athletes. Like, they have no chance of playing professionally, but they want to be trained as if they were professional athletes. They want to take it that seriously. They want to be that focused. They want to put in that much effort. Over and over and over again, players and coaches alike, uh, both publicly and in private, you know, one-on-one conversations, I heard the same thing over and over again. It's weird for tennis adults. And that's just the the state of of how it is. And so don't blame, I I don't blame the average coach and you shouldn't either. Uh, It could be easy sometimes to construe my thoughts and my words into kind of bad mouthing or, or looking down upon the average tennis coach. But honestly, I don't at all. All the average tennis coach is doing is giving the average tennis player exactly what they want. The average tennis player is looking for a couple main things, exercise, entertainments, uh, maybe developing skills a little bit, socialize you know, with his or her peers or friends or community members. That's what the average amateur tennis player is looking for. 
And so if you're listening to my voice right now, understand that what you want out of tennis is very different. And so when you go to your average tennis coach, tennis uh, teaching pro, you must be very clear to yourself and to them what you want out of that relationship. If you're not clear about it, then don't be surprised if you get something else because that coach is on the court all day, every day, entertaining amateur players who are just looking for a good hit and a good workout. And that's great for them to be paired up with each other, but you're looking for something else. And so sometimes when you want something deeper and more impactful, you must take charge. So top suggestions on how to do that are show your coach one of our video lessons. And we've got, we've published dozens of videos now on YouTube showing us working on one stroke for two or three hours and totally transforming how a player moves their body and swings the racket within the course of a couple hours by going through the process that we go through. If you've never seen that, uh, I highly recommend you go to youtube.com slash essential tennis. You'll see all kinds of videos there on our channel of us working one-on-one with students, making big changes in short periods of time, as opposed to the, the standard model, which is an hour to work on everything, forehand, backhand, volleys, overheads, serve, return to serve, spending 10 minutes on each and just doing very surface work and not really making any actual changes, which is why players revert back to old habits very, very easily. Uh, suggestion number two is download one of our action plans to follow. Your coach can follow it or you can, you can follow it on the court or both. Suggestion three is demand video demand video, please. (laughs) If video is not being used, then you don't really know, A, what you're doing in the first place, or B, whether or not the changes you're making are actually resulting in objective improvements. Now, you can tell uh, by a certain degree by what the ball is doing, but you need to be able to check up on yourself visually as well, and video is the only way to do that. And finally, ask for deeper, more narrow focus instead of surface whack-a-mole style instruction. Whack-a-mole is coaching is what I refer to, is what I call your kind of your typical tennis lesson, which is very surface level coaching and just bouncing from tip to tip to tip, from stroke to stroke to stroke. And as a result, you might hit a couple great shots during that hour, but you're not actually changing habits, which means you're not actually becoming a fundamentally better tennis player. So if uh, the coach you're working with now won't do those things, that's fine. No worries. Um, It's not what he or she is used to providing to people. And so move on to somebody else. Spend some effort. Spend some time in finding somebody who's willing to go deeper with you and partner with you on your tennis journey to actually make changes and improvements. Or final suggestion, Get a ball machine and you can completely self-lead. Watch our coaching on YouTube, download our PDF action plans that give you a plan to follow on the courts. Get your ball machine remote, get your tripod and your cell phone to do video and you can totally do it on your own. Would it be better to have a coach there uh, to help you and give you feedback? Yes, of course. Uh, But some players don't have the finances available to do that. Uh, Some players don't have a local local coach who's uh, who has the ability to give them that service uh, very effectively or some players come up short in both regards so hopefully uh, this story was helpful to you hopefully it inspires you to action gives you some ideas on how you can take charge of your own improvements and 
and really lead your own journey through tennis. Uh, I'd love it if this empowered you to do that. And uh, if so, shoot me an email, let me know. My email is ian, I-A-N, at essentialtennis.com. Until next time, thank you for listening. I appreciate your time and your attention. And looking forward to talking to you again next week. For more free game-improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com, where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube, where we are the number one resource in the world, providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care, and good luck with your tennis.